of hi happy september 1st a little extra happy that it's september because it's my birthday month so got a lot of fun stuff planned this month but i hope you've had a good day so far whenever you're listening to this it's finally starting to get cool here in new york which is 100 percent a tease it won't stick around we're gonna get a second summer and I'm, i don't want that i want fall <laughs> i want the outfits you wear in fall i want fall sports but whatever here we go i've already started don't judge me it's a no judgment zone i've already started with the pumpkin iced coffees it's all right it's fine no one no one worry about it um but i went out for a really long walk this morning because it was so nice out and it was like breezy i almost wanted to take a sweatshirt with me but i didn't i was supposed to go here we go again my workout plan didn't come according to plan i was supposed to go work out at this gym that's further from my house I go there once a week and usually when I go I work out with a trainer just to break it up because I will get bored of the same workout I have done every workout imaginable to switch up my routine and get get into that in a minute but I went to the gym I didn't go to the gym I I was gonna go to the gym further from my house today but I didn't and uh I have like the local gym that I go to it's a big gym and then I have the smaller gym I work out with the trainer but of course you know that fell through why not so we went on a long walk this morning we listened to a podcast with one of my favorite authors was on it so just covering all the topics we talk about sports we talk about books talk about the fall cover it all already but the thing about me is like i said i have done every workout (laughs) imaginable um i just in general love you know just strength training and going to the gym but i've also I like to box. I like to take spin. I did CrossFit for like a very brief moment, which it's not for everybody, but I learned a lot. Um, I've done like bar classes and plenty of like dance workout classes with my friends and a little bit of yoga, a little bit of spinning, like I said. So some days we like to work out more than others. And when we do, we go all or nothing, but um, we, you know, work we work hard and then we we play hard and that's great but so then i came home from my walk and i did a hair mask and so far it's been my day and we're here and we're multifaceted ladies we do it all and we look great doing it and we feel good and anyway i think that's enough of my ranting but all right let's get into the episode so some current news since we're covering a hockey topic i figured Let's get into some hockey news. Uh, so, big, big news. Professional Women's Hockey League has been announced. I'm sure you've read up on the details on the six teams. Not that there's that many yet. I think they're still breaking news, and I'm not breaking any new news here. I mean, you've probably already read up on it. But there was an attempt to do this a while ago. So many people, I think, are a little bit skeptical on how this is going to work this time. But it's due. It's time for this to unfold. Don't take what's happened previously of what's going to happen now that's when people start coming up with all these wild theories and then things go sideways and it's just chaotic i have a little bit of speculation as i said don't don't come up with theories but i read something that being a new yorker you like to be up on the latest that it's going to be a new york women's team based out of new york so barclays which is a venue in brooklyn if you don't know may host the new york team which i think that would be really cool 
Um, don't take that for much. It was some speculation I read somewhere on social media. So I think we know by now not to put too much into that. But like I said, being a New Yorker, I think we just like to be a little bit nosy and uh, be up on the latest. And as of this morning on Friday, September 1st, they have announced the general managers for each one of the teams. Things are moving and picking up quite some momentum. For the most part, everyone seems to be really into how this is going to look and I think we're all waiting for the details. But next piece of news, BioSteel Camp. We talked about dev camps, and this is just another one of those. These guys aren't new, though. They're just getting ready for the new season. Some guys that were there, to name a few names, Connor Bedard, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Nathan McKinnon, Ryan Graves, and Kale McCarr, to name a handful. There was a bunch, and it was over multiple days. Connor Bedard was all over social media at this camp. I mean, he's been one to watch for a while now. But I want to touch on an interview he did, and he's such a young guy and had these well-articulated answers, better than I'm articulating things right now. Of course, having this amazing player, first-round pick, been watched for a while, he's going to get compared to the veteran players. In this case, you're going to have the Connors being compared, which which was who they were comparing in this instance, McDavid to Bedard to McDavid. And then in one of the interviews, Connor Bedard was just like, yeah, McDavid gave me some great advice, but I'm my own player. Of course, he went into more than just that, um, summing up, summing it up, summing it up. But just in that simple statement, it's like, oh, okay, he's not looking to be compared. He's just here doing his thing and let his game speak for himself, for itself. And I respect that. And I think you should respect that. And he's not out here looking to be or play like anyone else. I'm sure he has like inspiration of players he likes to watch and maybe base a little bit of his game on, but not not to be like anyone else and I'm sure there's a huge amount and probably continuing to grow amounts of pressure and ideas on him so it kind of put the media in its place like I got this don't worry about me which that's how I took it and not in a bad way at all it's probably exhausting getting some of those comments comparing you and we've all been there on a personal level and it's annoying then and it's just within like our inner circle in our life so on a scale like the NHL I give Connor a lot of credit but if it's not weddings, vacations, or golfing for these players in the off-season, that was good, um, it's retirement. So Carl Hagen announced his retirement. He's had a really great career. I read up on him a little bit. He played professional hockey in Sweden, where he's from, played college hockey at the University of Michigan, was drafted by the New York Rangers in 2007 in the sixth round, made his NHL debut in 2011, he played 17 games with the American Hockey League before being called up to the NHL, which obviously things worked out well for him. He played over 850 games in the regular season and the playoffs. And just in the career with the NHL, he played for the Washington Capitals, which is where he ended his career, played for the Anaheim Ducks, the Los Angeles Kings, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the New York Rangers, where he was drafted. Outside of his NHL career, he won a silver medal at the 2014 Winter Olympic Games in Sochi on the Swedish national team, spent 12 years playing in the NHL, and in those 12 years, he won back-to-back -back cups with the Penguins in 2016 and 17. And while with the Rangers, for the four seasons, he made the playoffs each year he was there, including the f making it to the finals in 2014. 
And last piece of news we'll cover is Toronto's coach is sticking around for a couple more seasons. Sheldon Keefe signed a two-year contract extension. The contract is starting next season and runs through the 2025-2026 season. It's just crazy to say. There was some speculation on what Toronto was going to do after last season, but we have an answer and hoping this brings them a good season and after the huge contract Arthur Matthews signed. I hope Toronto fans are excited for the future. I'm excited to see what happens. So, just a quick little wrap up. But as far as today's episode, we have an episode based around some controversy. Some people love some good controversy, others don't. With good, fun, sport news, just like anything else, there's some bad. And it's only fair to cover both. I'm going to try to avoid the allegations for the most part themselves because some people may be sensitive about that and just a little warning if that's something you don't want to hear about. But Nike has reportedly ended their partnership with Hockey Canada. This is surrounding the way the club handled the allegations of a sexual assault back in 2018 with members of the men's world junior team. This was viewed as a huge setback, of course, among other things, but just a setback on the trajectory of the team and what was ahead for them. Hockey Canada and Nike have been partners for 25 years, and this was until in October of 2022 when Nike suspended that partnership. And just last month, they formally parted ways. So August, they formally parted ways. I guess technically, or technically July, um, because we just started September. But we're just talking about the Nike deal. Um, We're just talking about the Nike deal, but there were other sponsors that have terminated their deals and came out with the whole thing there too. But once there's some behavior that doesn't really look too great on a brand, you see how quickly deals are going to fall through, especially when there's controversy surrounding a brand, organization, even the individual athlete, the celebrity, like what have you. Brands are quick to pull the plug when it, you know, when stuff like that happens and then there's a domino effect after that. And as long as there's no liabilities and the partnership has benefits to the parties, then brand deals are good. But if everyone's doing what they should be, then there's really no reason to have the deals fall through. Along with the brands parting ways, it's not uncommon to see people resigning and stepping down in their roles, making way for new leadership to come in, whether they willingly step down or not so willingly, if you get what I'm saying, which also took place... um, leadership willingly stepped down it seems like in this case which also took place around the same time the news broke and much more information was coming to light also it's not surprising that changes needed to be made to the organization which made way for that to happen but a little backstory to get us back to present day um the situation which led to the partnership being dissolved is news outlets are reporting that a 20 in 2018 a Nike Canada employee had bought drinks and provided drinks for uh, Team Canada's hockey players before the reports of the alleged assault. And this was the junior team. Nike had this big marketing partnership, so ending that relationship was a huge deal. Nike's mark was on Canada's uniforms since the late 1990s, you know, the swoosh. And Nike has been the official supplier for things like the World Championships, both men and women's. Also, both men and women's junior championships and a little something you may have heard of called the Olympics. So Nike took care of a lot and took care of the uniforms and started then moving into the gear and equipment. Nike didn't always have a huge interest in hockey. This also expanded in the 90s. 
And what from I read, there's really no doubt whether Hockey Canada will come back. And it sounds like people are expecting them to come back even better than they were before. That they'll get the new deals and they'll get sponsors. And we'll see how all the changes to leadership and whatnot will reflect on the rebuild of the brand. But we covered a little bit of the relationship between Nike, Nike and Hockey Canada. Now this sets up what the details of the allegations were. I'm summing this up very briefly, but... The lawsuit was filed by a woman in London, Ontario in April 2022, and it was settled by May. And that's when a settlement was paid out. And I'm going to leave it up to you how far you want to dive into learning about this and the controversy and, you know, Canada and Nike's controversy. So your call. It's all out there. I didn't dive, dive too deep into it, but you do you. Just a little flashback. There was about an eight-month investigation um, when this all first started happening, when no charges came from from anything, no charges were filed, nothing was happening, kind of all fizzled out and, and went away. But this is where the public is cool sometimes, is the public isn't so great, and other times they are. But because of the public interest became something worth noting, the case was reopened. And the public has more of an impact on things than one may believe, and this is an instance of that. Documents to the case were sealed, but now have been made public. Like I said, it's out there. Some people may have wanted this. Again, up to you how far you want to dive down into that. It's not a secret nor a surprise how Hockey Canada is getting negative press for the way they handled the incident and the lawsuit and the main reason as to why Nike cut ties in this partnership. The reporting was mostly stating that it was the way it was handled was the main reason. I mean, I feel like we're missing a bigger piece there, if you get what I'm saying. Besides the handling, but okay. It's also reported, and not surprising, the financial hit Hockey Canada took because of this. Just a little note, the International Hockey Fe Ice Hockey Federation will still have a partnership with Nike. But that's just to have them provide like supplies on the ice, whatnot, you know, maybe more gear and equipment. But... Uh, as of this past July, a new president and CEO has been brought in, and the change of bringing in a new president may have something to do with previous partner, and obviously we know Bauer, to engage with having a deal again. Besides this new president, there were more changes when it came to the makeup of directors and people within the organizations. Of course, people were calling for changes and just taking responsibility for these actions that they allegedly turned a blind eye to. Nothing has been proven legally, but it's just a lot for Hockey Canada to go and now clean up and start reforming and reforming the whole organization and just kind of starting fresh again. But just like anything else, when a light is shined onto something, it is not unlikely that more is going to come out than originally anticipated. So since these 2018 allegations came to the surface, several others have also. Uh, issues have been brought up, so I put a link in the show notes if you want to read a little more about that. Overall, it just summarizes how there have been secrets, issues regarding Hockey Canada within their organization, and just like the main issue we've talked about, their handling of previous instances. So, it's good stuff. Even They even had government funding frozen at one point, so was this done too late? I'm sure we all have opinions. I'm going to try to keep mine to myself. Um, now that we've seen 
when some kind of controversy, now that we've seen when some kind of controversy comes up, or I, the word scandal, which I don't love that word, um, we all know this in pop culture and sports and maybe people, even people with, maybe even people that you know, whatever it may be. In this case, during the investigation, more things came to surface. Surprise. It was found that from 1989, the Hockey Canada organization has very quietly provided compensation to over 20 complainants. And this was done by taking, a little pause here, $8.9 million to fund from a fund created by players' registration fees. So, as a way to demonstrate some rehabilitation, Hockey Canada has decided they would not have any players from that 2018 National Junior team have any consideration to participate for the Team Canada for Team Canada until the investigations regarding the assaults and allegations were completed. This would and could impact the players that did make it to the NHL, which I'm sure the NHL is obviously watching this. There's a lot more that the public doesn't know, just like, you know, anything. And I think the story still can unfold. I think the overall story is out there, but there are chances we're going to see more from this. Maybe things are changing and this is going to be an attempt to gain more sensitivity towards issues and having visibility that's probably needed. Probably meaning more than likely. <laughs> uh, definitely maybe is another word we could use, but regardless, again, keep my opinions out of this. But in an overall sense, things are changing, and we're going to see how it all plays out. Like I said, tried to keep my opinions out of this, but if you're listening, we probably have similar ideas, and um, I just want the best moving forward for everyone involved. And this was an important piece of news to share. I tried to keep it as light as possible while still getting into what we needed to get into. But with good, there's always going to be a little bit of bad. So this was just that, and we can go back to some lighter topics very soon so as always thank you so so much for listening and i will talk to you very soon bye